welcome to the Living With Long Covid podcast. My name is Julie. I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker in May 2020 to COVID-19 patient and subsequently I have long COVID. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with long COVID, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Disclaimer, the podcast is not a medical podcast. I am not giving medical advice. You would need to consult a medical professional. I intend to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID over subsequent podcasts. And I hope you will continue to join me. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Um, As many of you um, know, I had a very difficult relapse in March this year and I have unfortunately been off work since. So this episode is um, called Life Has To Be More Than Work and I have reflected on this a lot um, and thought about the run up to my my relapse. What I could have done differently, um, how I felt um, and the fact that I, you know, had battled so hard over many months to continue working that not only had my health declined um, following a constant sort of boom and bust cycle um, but life, my life um, really was just going to work then off to bed um, and became a, a circle of Groundhog Day um, which many of us you know can will many of you guys I know will relate to that in terms of having acute Covid and then long Covid subsequently anyway you know, life is um, very much a groundhog day cycle. So to to add that um, to the mix and it purely be, um, you know, no balance in life is, is really challenging. So um, basically any days off I had uh, would be spent conserving energy um, for the following week. Um, so it, for me that's not it's not living it's it's existing to maintain a job um and pay the bills and that's the fact you know it is something that um you know it's another topic of conversation but we we we've all got concerns of in terms of being able to pay bills pay um our mortgages rent etc um so you know <laughs> I think if anybody thought that long COVID is, is uh, again, we've got the in your head scenario, um, but you know, if anybody, if anybody really wanted to have a look at the fact that it is, um, a, you know, psychological, emotional, very much physical condition that is fluctuating, um, not well um, researched at this point. Um, even though obviously post-viral syndromes have been around a very, very long time. Um, and add to the mix, you know, having to um, to work and pay the bills and many of us, you know, became unwell on the front line. So it definitely has something to think about there, really. Um, so I, I was aware I was feeling extremely unwell Um this particular day um, at work and you know I thought I don't think I can do this anymore 
in that moment I thought well you know maybe I, I just need a few days off possibly it'll be a week um, and, I'll, and I'll be back again and I'll just be able to to recharge and um, get myself into a, a stronger position to to continue with my with my job um, yeah but my body um, definitely had other ideas and as I've said in previous podcasts this relapse has been the most severe that I've had to date um, you know and of course during this time for any of you guys that listen I've also been diagnosed with POTS um, well I've been absent from work and obviously those additional exacerbated symptoms won't have been helping because the likelihood well I'm, I'm almost certain I've had POTS more or less the whole way through long COVID but you know um, the diagnosis is recent so um, and and again, many of you guys will relate to this, you know. And 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 this is why having any form of return to work is exceptionally challenging. And you know, workplaces are, you really do need to think about this and adapt um, to the individual and give plenty of support um, for them to be able to to manage. And it is it is so vital for life. Um, which we all know is short and precious enough to have a work-life balance um, and live as best we can in whatever our situations may be. So I thought one thing that we might have learnt during um, the pandemic and lockdown periods is that, you know, um, not everything has to be um, rigid. You know, adaptations are possible. Um, adaptations can support lots of people in lots of different ways so I'm not just talking about health conditions there I'm talking about parents you know single parents um, you know um, people that have got a lot of value to give to our workforces that are being cast aside and, and dismissed really because um, of lack of understanding and um, rigidity, rigidity is that a word? Yeah it is um, in um, how they um, apply themselves to the to the to the workplace, and you know, at the end of the day, our workforces are missing out on that richness um, and benefit of, of those people. So, okay, so I'll fast forward to now, and um, I'm currently working towards a return to work, um, and I'm pleased about this, of course. Um, I. You know, I'm also very clear in my mind what I've learned from my previous experiences. And if you have listened to previous episodes, episode 15, Can I Still Do My Job? Um, you will note the seven tips I gave when returning to work. Um, and I, I'd done that based on um, a return to work following um, my initial long COVID. So I'd had long COVID for oh, uh, maybe half a year or something like that at that particular point, uh, point I'd based on how I'd managed to return to work however I feel I've learned so much more during this time too um, and although I still believe those seven tips are valid because I, I that episode was done um, with with what I'd learned I've reflected far more at this particular point Um so that's why I wanted to do this podcast basically and to kind of you know let you guys know that I'm going to be aiming for a return to work and I will share that journey and um, 
what have you with with you and hopefully that will be helpful so um i don't have a date yet so but um hopefully it won't be too too long so um i've talked about the you don't look ill comments and are you better now then um, and the questions that we face and personally these statements have affected me more deeply than i think i realized um so i've also felt um you know this is kind of like the out, out of work um element that i'm talking about at this point you know well you don't look that ill or are you better now then because you're back at work um so you know i've felt that if you do if i've done anything socially um that it's it's judged um and i and i've allowed myself to to feel that way um and i shouldn't um but recently i was having a conversation um and i was expressing that how i have the feelings of guilt which i've talked about again on previous podcasts for different things and and i do have anxiety and i'm not ashamed to admit these things and i don't think any of us should be um it's part of who we are and and life and 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 dealing with um uh, where we're at and and you know I, i'll own that without a doubt because there's i don't think there should be any um um you know um i'm forgetting my words today i apologize um any judgment in in any kind of emotions you feel we should be able to express them freely so so anxiety um you know has overwhelmed me um and it, it particularly when you know i was i went away recently um and in part because you know i've been off work and so as i said i was having this conversation and this very wise person said to me julie is taking a break with family work and you know i'm sat there and i'm thinking okay and the person said does it take the physical and mental energy in the same way as work does uh, do you feel your life on this planet was made for going to work going to bed and a rinse and repeat scenario and i've got to admit those words really hit me and while many of us you know enjoy our jobs you know myself included the satisfaction of work that we have um you know we, we do have bills to pay and yes uh you know none of us can live on fresh air let's face it but equally my thoughts were can we live with only that in our lives you know and for me the answer is no and I, and I know that because um I obviously did that pushing through and worked consistently until I had a relapse um and I lived it I lived going to work and doing not much else and it's not what I want out of life but it's also about how I can balance that effectively now I have um a long-term condition or conditions to consider and how I can do that effectively you know um but away from work I you know I need laughter I need time with family and friends um time to have trips away and explore this beautiful planet that we live on um and it's also key to note that social elements of our lives 
you know, also take up much more energy than pre-COVID days. So, you know, we have to we have to adapt. We know that. So life has already changed in terms of planning, prioritizing, pacing, and of course, positivity, um, which is the freedom to enjoy our lives as much as we can without judgment and guilt, whether it's our own that we put on ourselves or whether we're getting those comments from people. And I think that's really, really important to know. Um, and I always have to get the four P's in there, don't I? <laughs> I am aware of many people with long COVID um, who remain bedbound, um, and so neither social or work elements of life are possible possibility at this point. Um, you know, yet so many people are losing jobs following the pandemic, and this is not being appropriately addressed. Um, I am hoping our government steps up and acknowledges long COVID as a disability and also a workplace acquired injury. Um, and again I always send out lots of love to everybody um, with any of these conditions you know um, I know the ME community have been so supportive um, with the you know the long Covid community um, has as have parts actually um, and I think those guys have got so much experience um that you know and, and have, have, have been able to offer so much help support and hope to to people who have got this you know uh, post viral condition at this point um but they've been let down and the government needs to step up um and that's my opinion so i do feel grateful that i am at a point of being able to um even consider this return to work um, but equally angry that I feel the need to have that gratitude actually so that's kind of a conflict of my own interests but that's because um, it's the circumstances of being unwell um, you know and being left with a long-term condition um, you know I, 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 I'm, I'm very big on gratitude in life I really am but I th feel like when you do work really hard for something it's because you're working really hard and while we can be grateful for the opportunity we shouldn't have the gratitude that we're just about managing it if that makes sense so but I do um and you know anyway I want to ensure life is much more than work and I have uh, a good quality of life outside of my job uh, so this for me means implementing what I've learned from my relapse so I do know I push too hard um i was a pre i was a pre pandemic um a person who always went above and beyond i worked extra hours um and truthfully was possibly always on the verge of burnout which is not good either um but i felt it part of the cause in my in my nursing roles over the years um and i've always wanted to ensure that my patients receive the best holistic care possible and like many nurses, um, you know, there are just not enough hours in the day. Um, so you, you know, you, you always, your day would stretch much far longer than it was supposed to. So, um, so that's kind of lesson one at this point though. I need to practice my four Ps really effectively in the workplace and remain in the parameters of my energy envelope. Um, so I would not take uh, breaks, um, 
especially when working at home, as my thought was, well, I've had a drink and I'm sat here, so I'll just finish what I'm doing. And the hours had ticked by. Um, so this is definitely lesson, you know, number two, really. Um, overstretching leads to crashes and PEM, post-exertion malaise, which I was definitely not managing very well at all. Um, I'm much more aware of these delayed issues from PEM now um, and ha how to manage those um, better. My biggest lesson though, to be truthful, is that I don't have to overly prove myself because I'm working within with a hidden long-term long condition, stroke disability. Um, the work I do is sufficient for my role um, clocking on and clocking off time does not need to be exceeded and I shouldn't um, I shouldn't be doing that obviously um, and I've got to take ownership of that so breaks are necessary um, and actually make us more productive because energy is therefore preserved and we know that in daily life um, as it stands at the moment without adding the additional work um, you know life is pacing and that is very very difficult in itself um you know um if we do anything outside of that which you have to sometimes something comes along and you think i'm gonna go for it but i know that i may suffer for this the chances are you will um but as i said at the very beginning life is for living and and, and in, in whatever form you can do that in the best way for yourself possible so um, it is not unreasonable to have reasonable adjustments for work. Um, you would never expect a person with a broken leg to run up a flight of stairs, would we? You know, um, reasonable adjustments there would be for them to, um, you know, have a, a a ground floor area. You know, if, if if they had a broken leg, you wouldn't be going upstairs, would you? Or there'd be use of a lift or something. There'd be an adaptation, basically. So. I, you know, I've learnt that pacing at work, using reasonable adjustments goes to ensure life is not just work and that life for me definitely has to be more than work alone. Um, and as I'd said earlier, I will share my return to work with you guys as I go through the process, you know, how, I, how I'm managing, etc. And, you know, I'll reflect back on what I'm telling you now really, won't I? So... And if you have um, any questions for me, please just send me a message and I will do my best to answer them for you. Um, I will end today's episode uh, by adding, if you are thinking about returning to work soon, there are some considerations. Um, so have a think about what are you realistically capable of doing? Um, can you do... Um, can you or do you need redeployment? Uh, what would a phase return look like? What reasonable adjustments would you need? And I think it's important to have your union rep with you in any of your work meetings so those things can be clearly planned out. Any phase return needs to be agreed by all parties, having the involvement of occupational health and also your GP from a fit note return to work phase return adjustment perspective they need to be those things need to be agreed on you on your fit note um you know yourself more than anyone does you know what you are able to do and what limitations that you may have at this point 
Um, be aware of your work sickness policy. Seek advice from your union. Any redeployment needs that you require. Um, your, it's down to your, not everybody knows this, it's down to your workplace to find an alternative job role for you. It's not down to you. So I know many people have been told that they need to find something for themselves and then see if they're able to do that. And that's not the case. So check out the NHS Terms and Conditions Service Handbook and Sickness Advice Guides, um, RCN. And I will put links um, in the show notes for those. So, And if you are not in healthcare, speak with your union, check out their resources and also contact Citizens Advice uh, for more information. Knowing your rights is really, really important for taking care of yourself um, in your workplace, within your home environment, you're you're having your work-life balance um, and also being able to maintain a job because we have financial you know um commitments um so you know it's important but please most of all remember that taking care of yourself is priceless um i hope today's podcast has been useful um please do get in touch with any um questions as i said and i'll just thank everybody again that sends me messages um i always appreciate hearing from you hopefully um you found um my response is helpful um or sometimes i just really appreciate the feedback on the podcast and and the the comments are, are really nice to hear and um, you know we are here in solidarity um so i i really appreciate you guys so thank you as always for joining me and please do take care bye bye If you are enjoying the podcast, please hit the five star rating and leave a review. It helps the podcast to grow and reach more people. My aim is to help and support as many people as possible. Please continue to DM me your lovely messages and any questions you might have. I always love to hear from you guys. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And why not join my long term conditions, health and wellbeing page on Facebook. You can also subscribe to my link tree. I will put all of the links for these and any from today's episode in the show notes. Thank you for listening and as always, please take care.